right, my talkers. Final stretch, the Lori and Julia show. And today is the study of dough, which is one of our favorite topics. Thank you, girls. Okay, so here's some breaking news. All right. Tomorrow's a big day for Britney Spears. Because July 14th is when her next court date is. And uh, remember yesterday I told you that she wanted to hire this big, an attorney that she's picked out that is going to fight for her. Right. And this lawyer has agreed to represent her and he will appear in court tomorrow on her behalf. And she wants, he will. Okay. She wants this conservatorship to end. And the attorney has agreed this Matthew Rosengart, who he's repped uh, Spielberg, Ben Affleck, Jimmy Butler, Sean Penn has sang his praises. Former prosecutor. Mm -hmm. He, uh, he will appear in court and he will argue in front of the court that Brittany, this is how bad it is for her and her conservatorship uh, loop of hell. Okay. That he will make the argument she has a right to the lawyer of his of her choice. 100%. Just like someone who is accused of a crime. Right. Has the right to a lawyer. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's nuts to me that under conservatorship, you don't have the rights to find your own attorney. Right. That that has been taken away. So... She had, um, she really just felt that, you know, she needs to have somebody who will hear her, listen to her, fight for her, and get her out of this, yes. what she feels is an it's unjust... It's her right as a human being. And and think a about citizen it. citizen of the United States. Well, you were gone when we were kind of, there was a few more things that came out about all of this, but, um, you know, Britney's conservatorship, when that happened in... 2007 and 8. 2007 and 8, yeah. And, you know, she was going through a custody battle. You know, she was just having a hard time. She might have had post, but whatever was going on, postpartum depression. But she was granted, or her father was granted a lifetime conservatorship in a 10-minute hearing that she didn't wow. even speak at. Wow. Okay, usually, like, with someone of her age, because she was 27, right? they would reevaluate in a year. Right. But so that was all done in 10 minutes in one basically. year. Oh, gosh. That and makes you even sadder. And that I even think, makes you sadder. And I think we I think we learned that in framing Britney Spears. Okay. There was so much that we right. were learning in that. So multiple sources are saying he this Matt Matthew Rosengart has agreed and he will ask the judge to appoint him and the catch 22 is that Brittany cannot sign any contracts of any substance without the approval of her dad, of her dad the man she wants out. And right. we're, t- we're told Rosengart will make the argument that she has a constitutional right to the lawyer of her choice as just as defendants in a criminal case have a constitutional right to an attorney. But a conservatorship is not a criminal case, and it's not a civil case. It's a hybrid somewhere in between. And we're told his argument will be this, that Brittany's entitled to due process, which includes the right to a competent lawyer. Right. And a judge would be hard-pressed to conclude that Rosengart doesn't have the chops to represent her. Absolutely. And would also be hard-pressed based on Brittany's own statement to the court that she was never Informed. told that she could have ended this conservatorship right, right. or filed it. And uh, 
And what's more, he'll argue that it's it's silly for Jamie to have the power to disapprove of her attorney choice because the very purpose of the whole thing is to get him out of the conservatorship. Right, 100%. And uh, her, her, the conservatorship, the co-conservator, this Jody Montgomery, yes. she uh, alleged in court documents that Jamie has decided it's time to start finger-pointing and media attacks. And when she said... As Britney's licensed, you know, co-conservator or whatever she used, that his request for an inv- investigation into the allegations, um, she said it's just a thin, thinly veiled attempt to use his daughter's money to defend himself. Oh, I can't stand it. Yeah, I can't stand him. All right, can I tell you? So something? this is happening okay, tomorrow. Tomorrow, and I, 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 I can't imagine. That this attorney won't be successful. Oh, I can't either. Yeah, I mean, I certainly but hope so. I would agree. All right, so another thing that's happening tomorrow is that 98, um, this Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees, who has known Britney since the late 90s when she co-headlined shows with 98 Degrees. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that Nick Lachey's? Yeah, I think so. I think No, was, yeah, I think so. Yep, I think it right. was. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that... Um, Every time I've encountered her, she's been a complete joy to be around and is clearly strong and an extremely intelligent person. But tomorrow he's hosting a pop-up free Britney radio station. And he's radio stations around the country. He's got over 50 of them around the country that tomorrow are going to be, um, he's teamed up. Playing toxic. <laughs> playing a day, a day of solidarity to show support for Britney's conservatorship hearing tomorrow. Yeah. So they're going to play all Britney. And you can do that here, Julia. We well, can play Britney all day, but it might be settled. I mean, I think that this guy is going to... I think it's going to be done? I mean, not that her conservatorship will end, but that she, the court will rule that Britney has a right. This is... Tomorrow is just about her having the right to her they're, own attorney. I know, which is so crazy, it's isn't not it? to get out of the... Right. He will take that in steps. All right, I got to give you the gas from Roger Friedman and the Cannes Film Festival. You know, he's got all of his spies uh-huh. at Showbiz 411. I've been loving following the fashion. It's kind of fun to see fashion. We're seeing true red carpet yeah. again. Yeah, and it it's feels really fun. Life. Woo. Okay, so he calls this story uh, Revenge is a Dish Best Served Cold. And so Harvey Weinstein's ex wife, Georgina Chapman, hired a gourmet chef for this order. For years, Georgina attended the Cannes Film Festival as the wife of Harvey Weinstein, walking the red carpet, attending the most glamorous parties. Her husband even persuaded slash made various female stars wear her, wear her Marquesa yes. gowns for publicity. Yep. But then we found out Harvey was living a double or triple life. He's in prison for 23 years. Uh, she got custody of their two small kids and 20 million bucks. Okay. Oh, wow. He said, she got money out before it was all yeah distributed to everyone else. he said but that wasn't he said i guess that wasn't enough for uh, georgina how could she really stick it to weinstein in prison why not go to the Cannes film festival with a movie star boyfriend adrian brody and then kiss him on the red love carpet it. That love is it what she did because he's in wes anderson's the french dispatch yes, that everyone's in everybody's in that we've heard is terrible we heard all that yesterday but wait i've got more <laughs> i've got more to tell you about okay. that so they stopped they posed they made quite a scene on the red carpet i love out. it what does roger say about this poor taste he said when georgina married weinstein she had no business no money. He may have done terrible things, mm-hmm. but he put her on the map, gave her a lavish lifestyle, gave her two kids. 
living well would have been the best revenge. Yeah. I guess this was just she needed to turn the knife and somehow she thinks it's helping everybody else. But we we remember what happened with your dresses, Georgina. We do. So he, Adrian Brody, her boyfriend, who is very hot, he's going to be in succession, you know, this next season. Oh, I know. Yeah. That'll be his first time in American TV. Now, French, the wait a minute. So he's never been on an American television show. So I just love the old school Roger Freeman. This is just in poor taste. This is beneath the belt. Why do you need to rub this in our faces? I love it. I, I love it that I love it. He's good. He's, he's one of the last I can't gossipy do a cat Hollywood. Sign. How do you do a cat sign? <laughs> Meow. He also <laughs> writes that Wes Anderson's French Dispatch, the one that apparently has an un- everybody, everybody, yes. but it has an uncomfortable sex scene between Timothy Chalamet and Francis McDormand. Which just even the sound of that, right. this little waif and this 65-year-old woman. He wants us to know that his report, original report of a nine-minute standing ovation was wrong. It was a 15-minute standing ovation, which... Up for this movie? For, for the French Dispatch. Uh, Lori, I thought it was for the, the kissing or the first sale or what flag with Sean Penn that got the... Full flag got, um, or uh, the flag. The flag. The flag. That got 10 minutes. Okay, so this one they liked. That, I thought they, they hated it. Who knows? But, you know, remember how many people came. T- Tilda was there. Timothy Chalamet, Adrian Brody. He brought so, like Bill Murray was there. So it's PC if you watch a movie where everyone's the, starring in it to stand up and clap. Kind it of would be kind of rude, rude. not to. And people, <laughs> Roger thinks this movie is not going to be received well over I, here because it's about the making of newspapers. It's newspaper columnists I or don't something. Know, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, I read about it yesterday. Something like that. Yeah, so anyway, but Owen Wilson is in it. I love him. And, you know, he's been in the Wes Anderson Company of Actors anyway. Um, But I guess he... What's it called again? The French Dispatch. And Owen, the butterscotch stallion, looked like a snack and a half. Uh, He had his sunglasses on for part of it, part of it not. Grant said he's great in Loki. Mm -hmm. Like, he's surprisingly great in Loki. Mm -hmm. Sexy and sensitive and wry. Everything. Like, it's the most unique Luke Luke Wilson that I've ever seen in anything in my entire life. They said it made them appreciate our little butterscotch stallion in a whole other way. Yes, I could agree more. And don't forget... He has a movie coming out with J-Lo. They're in a rom-com together. It's wrapped, made, ready to go. I mean, he's kind of having a a flex as far as like being in like this, you know, Wes Anderson. Then he can do dumb comedy. Then he does like this. I mean, he's like kind of having a, I guess, a butterscotch People think this movie's fantastic, The French Dispatch. It's got a 98% of Rotten Tomatoes, but it's all, you know, critics. critics. So it's a love letter to journalists set in an outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city that brings to life a collection of stories published in the French Dispatch. Yeah. Voila. Voila. Time for the dirt. Okay, let's go. We'll be right back with Elizabeth Reese. (laughs) This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, friends. I am back to fill in for Holly. Nice to be with you guys. 
Um, okay, I've got all sorts of dirt to get to. I just want to say a little shout out to Ashley Graham is pregnant and she's uh, going to have baby number two. So way oh, to go. Yes. You know, I always bring baby news. You and always we, do. Thank I just you. think she's we'd, wonderful. We'd miss that. It wouldn't be a dirt alert without that. Without a little bit of baby news. Uh-huh. Congratulations to her. I just, I think Ashley Graham's the best too. I just love her. I oh, love, do I like, you? That's cool. I like her like body inclusivity yeah. and the whole deal and just kind of rolling with it. Awesome. And, there you go. So good for her. Uh, Jason Sudeikis talking about his split from Olivia Wilde, and I love his perspective on this. Because oh, I, just, I, see, I loved it, too, oh, as DGQ. I, Julia had a different I, opinion. Oh, I, really? I, yeah, right. So is yours. I just thought it was so poignant, the way he talked about it, because what I think he's saying is that he's not minimizing what the heartbreak he or the give sadness. Us, give us that. Okay, but what he's doing is he is... Um, he's just understanding that it's not always going to feel this bad. So he says that he hit rock bottom and um, he talked about dealing with this relationship in the public eye was very difficult. And he said that uh, at this point, the relationship is a book and then it's going to turn into a chapter. It'll turn into a sentence, a footnote and eventually a doodle. Mm-hmm. That was a what Julia thought it was so yeah. bad, but I kind of liked it. Why, Julia? Well, well, I guess what for me it was like he is so heartbroken and was so blindsided, but then minimizing everything. I don't know. I have this thing Did when he people minimize. Well, I have this thing when people share children. It is different when he, I, you share kids versus not. I just think not. at some point he's going to say, Mom, Mom was minimalized, minimalized into a doodle. No, no, that isn't when I think when you read the whole thing well, in I context. Well, I didn't. I only yeah. had the, what you told right. me. Well, yeah. so, well, he said, I'll have a better understanding of why it happened in a year. Mm-hmm. Well, and this, an even better one in two and an even greater one in five. And it'll go from being a book of my life to becoming a chapter to a paragraph to a line to a word. To a doodle. And they do have two kids together. I did, like I said, no problem with it. Julia felt it should have been said to a therapist, but she's overly sensitive when I it am. comes to kids, and they're and not going to Google any of this crap. They don't care. I'm, I do I'm really like sensitive. But mm-hmm. I do think what it does is that it helps you feel like like people who are feeling pain about a breakup, Yes, you can feel like it's the end of the world. Right. And I think saying, oh... In five or ten years, like you won't even remember, or yeah. like you know, or like a high school relationship, like you won't even right. look back at this and remember. I think that's really not nice to do to someone because it minimizes the pain they're feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. What I think he's doing is just saying, like, this is really brutal. But as I go on, I know that I'll be able to like contextualize oh, this, fine. and yeah. it's not sick going to be I'm such a immediate hurt. Who invited you to be in our show? <laughs> <laughs> Holly did, and then you guys uh, yeah. said okay too. I could. There's a lot of people. No, but right. I, I, I love you guys. I mean, this is what's great is everyone has a different opinion. I just in the context that we had thing, it though about the kids, and it is like I think what he, we do get the sense, and in, in Julia, you did get this right. He was heartbroken. heartbroken. Totally heartbroken. heartbroken. And it was her decision. Yeah. She was out. Yeah. And yeah. then now she's with Harry Styles. Oh. And then what do you do? I don't know, but I'm calling him Olivia until I come up with a better name. I don't like it because it's too close to Hilaria. <laughs> Hilaria. Olivia. She's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, that's got to not... I don't know. I guess it's sort of an interesting twist of events with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles because like, how many men have gone off to direct a movie and then fallen in love with yes. the woman the way younger woman that they were directing right. and then leave their wife i mean that's like such a cliche and yeah. then now it's kind of 
being yeah. turned upside down with we've, Olivia Wilde. We've got equality, ladies. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. for better or worse, Why man. Not? I know. Exactly. Poor Jason Sudeikis. But um, the uh, second season of Ted Lasso, by the way, coming out on July 23rd. Yeah, and it got uh, the 20 nominations, uh, 20 Emmy nominations. I know you're a busy mother of three, honey. Yeah. Do you watch this stuff? I watched the first two episodes and I loved it so much. And then I got into a really bad sleeping situation with my child. Yeah. And um, I am just savoring. Like, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to watch it in a moment where I'm, like, not feeling good. I want to be so committed because people love it. That's how I feel about The Crown, Lori. Yeah, you got to just I feel that way, too. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to rewatch some of The Crown because I got greedy and I binged a lot of it. And then I feel like I, I... I'm, and then I also Google a lot while I'm watching it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so then I'm missing because then I'm reading what really happened and what things did the crown miss. So, Elizabeth, how, do you think they're ducking their heads at Buckingham Palace about all the most nominations the crown has ever had I for know. the Diana season? I, of course. The uh, fictional but historically accurate uh, uh, crown. Charles uh, cannot handle it. No, I, bet. I know it. I bet Camilla's talking him off the ledge. Yeah, and Camilla's probably happy because her character, uh, Emerald Fennell, got nominated for supporting. <laughs> I know, that was the fun part. Yeah, yeah, but for sure, Diana steals the show once again. It's it's her season, and, and we see all the ways that Charles was jealous of Diana, the way William has been jealous of Harry. Boy, a hard knock life in those castle yeah, walls. Isn't it? Really? It? <laughs> it really, really is. Uh, Vanilla Ice did a funny interview talking about the 90s that they just have such a tight grip on him. It was the best decade ever because it was before computers ruined the world. And I kind of agree oh, with him. Oh, I cell phones have ruined the world. Yes, Cameras. they rule, ruined the world. Yes. He said it was the last decade where fashion and music played off of each other and people created cool stuff that's still trendy to this day. I love that we're talking to him about this because the 90s are so back right now. I mean, everything I see fashion. is when, what I was wearing in high school. That's You and Grant must be the same age. Yeah, I'm almost, I turned yeah. 40 in a couple weeks, you guys. Oh my gosh, you older. There you go. <laughs> I know and I just had a baby. Yeah. You listen, but cell phones have not ruined the world. Te- technology has made us smarter people. Okay, fine, but here's what it has. <laughs> it really it has, has taken away any anonymity anywhere. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. if you choose to be that way. I am so grateful for going mm. through college and yeah. high school with That's what I am no too. like camera phones, documentation, no Facebook, no okay, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, right. I'm proud, proud I to be am. it. I am too. It feels too. so great because when I before. looked through a bin of old college photos, Lori, and I saw them just recently as <laughs> yeah. I was searching through them for a birthday thing for a friend, and yeah. I was like, "Good God Almighty!" I'm glad these are not. Yeah, and then Facebook. one of my girlfriends busted out a photo. She showed it on her phone that she taken of a photo of us from college and she said is this high school or college and i said this is college because i was very into triangle tops every top was the shape of a triangle with like a point on the bottom yes you must have had a good flat stomach then i did i don't i or i guess i just didn't care right i hope it was the latter yeah i hope i just didn't care and just was like this is what I want to wear, and so I'm doing it. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. scrunchies, clips, banana uh, claws. Everything. Everything 90s is back. It's, it's so true. back. Uh, Jennifer Hudson saying she was terrified when she first met Aretha Franklin, but they went on to become friends, giving her inspiration to play her in the movie. Too. That would be very scary. Yeah, well, because Aretha had her, she met her with the idea of, could she play me in right? a movie about me? Yeah. Wow. That would be a lot. That's a lot to live up to. Yeah. And then uh, 
You know, Cynthia Revo just got nominated for an Emmy for Genius, the Nat Geo thing on Aretha, and that yeah. was so good. And I, oh, this I need movie, to watch that. that was good. Yeah, this movie looks like it's re- really going to be good. Have Jennifer you watched Sex so Life yet? No, I haven't. I was listening to Donna and Steve talk about it. Oh, I, that would be that would have been awkward. It was awkward, and Donna's description was really funny. Oh. And um, she she was like, I was in my car and I was laughing out loud because Donna, because you know I talk back to all of you guys when right. I'm in my car, whether I'm on the air with you or whether I'm not, I yeah. talk back to you. And um, Donna was like, "It's porn. It is soft porn." You no, know, you here. I just want to. I want to. It, it's not soft porn. It it's it's. Sex through the female gaze, and we're not used to that, so we call it porn. Mm. Lori corrected me on the first day. She corrected me the first day, and I agree with you. Because porn makes it seem like, like, I think of porn, and I always think women are being put in. They're objectified. Yeah, but this isn't porn because we're seeing it through the female gaze and the female lens of desire, which we never get. Well, we got it in Bridgerton, Love and we'll get it yeah, in we, this. Oh, look at that. Well said. Mm-hmm. I learned something and every time. And I'll send time. you a little <laughs> video, Elizabeth. Well, listen, if I get invited back, I'll come back tomorrow, but okay, I don't know what will happen between now and then. <laughs> it's so good to hear from you. you Thanks. Too. Okay, Grant, what's happening in the traffic? A duh. 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 This duh. is the study duh. of duh, duh with noted duh. academic duh. journal skimmer Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that duh. That's Everybody right. Knows. And let me tell you, when yes. I get the Institution of Engineering and Technology <laughs> oh, <dear>. journal, <laughs> you still read that old hat uh-huh. rag. All right, but this this did. Make me laugh, and I did say duh at the same time, because if I were to say to you, Julia, do you know what STEM is? Yes, I do. You do? Mm -hmm. What is it? It's engineering for um, all people. It's like science, technology, the E is education, and the M. Engineering. Engineering, the M is? Math. Math. Okay, yeah. This is... Well, that's because this was introduced when my kids were in high school. Okay. Well, I just I just want you to know that um, uh, a lot of a lot of people don't even know what science, that is. technology, engineering, and math. Y- yes. Okay. okay. So here is the story: one in three parents feel ill when trying to help their kids with math and science. (laughs) I was out in fourth grade, probably, whenever long division came in. I couldn't even... Remember this TV show was on, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? I'm like, nope. Nope. Not even close. So they, it was a group of parents with kids between the ages of 5 and 13 Mm -hmm. took part in this research, and one-third of them admitted that anything having to do... In uh, the STEM area, the science, technology, engineering, math area, make them feel physically ill. And 48% (laughs) of parents don't even know still what STEM stands for. Okay. Half of children say, or half of the parents say their kids know more about science than they do. They do. Now, remember, this is 5 to 13-year-olds. And a similar, similar number of moms and dads said that the kids know more about technology Technology, math, and engineering than yeah. they do. And um, four and five, four out of five parents could not tell you what boo- Boolean logic was. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand too. Grant, do you? Do you know what Boolean no, logic is? Okay. No, me shake, I'm shaking my head like, what are you so talking about? So we're in the majority. Only okay, one yeah. parent out of five can say it. 46% don't know what binary code is. Sixty-eight percent can't define a hexademicil. 
I don't even know if I'm saying that right. If it has hexadecimal, it has eight in it. Decimal. I think it's decimal. a hexadecimal. Oh, yeah, hexadecimal. So I can't even say the decimal. damn word. Decimal. Isn't a hexagon eight sides? Probably. So, but you know, I don't know. But it's a decimal. I don't know. Sixty-four percent are in the dark about Raspberry Pi technology, and I'm talking Pi P I. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. And 52% of people said that even when it comes to basic math, 52 don't know how to do fractions anymore. Mm -hmm. 61% can't remember how to do the circumference of a circle. Mm -hmm. And 4 in 10 10 couldn't remember the number of sides in an octagon. Okay. And 73% don't know Newton's law of gravity. Right. What falls up must fall mm-hmm. down. Come on, people, try harder. Oh, <laughs> Lori, remember she knew one of them, and she needs to tell everyone you you sink at everything. Else. I love it. Yeah, and uh, and and half of people don't understand prime numbers or recognize the symbol for pi. So, and two thirds don't remember the name for when liquid turns into gas. Mm-hmm. Anyone guesses? When mm. liquid turns into gas, osmosis probably not. Two hundred twelve no. degrees. I don't know what it is. It's called evaporation. Oh, oh, oh gosh! I'm thinking oh, of the temperature. Gosh. I'm thinking I feel of the so temperature. And right now. <laughs> what is the boiling point point of water? Parents don't know that one. Isn't anymore. it 212 degrees? Ding ding ding! That's nice. a new 212 or something. Um. Anyway, but parents believe that their kids would get, have a lot of confidence if they would uh, oh. embrace STEM. And two out of three parents said that they wish they were better at all of that, but it of really course. leaves them feeling sick. You only are good Five at that in life if you care. Yeah. If that's your, yeah, yeah. you know, some people are interested in that. Like, yeah. But again, if we did the same thing but about you book, aged book, out book. in fourth grade. Oh, I was building everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could do the English stuff. I could do the quote-unquote art projects. But not the STEM. Oh, please. Yeah. Mm-mm, it's not my thing. So parents are like, and a lot of parents feel this way. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think okay. it's, but remember the thing that um, we talked about in randoms a couple of weeks ago that um, when you're making ice cubes to use hot water, oh yeah, because it freezes quicker. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. remember this when you go to the cabin next week in Montana because you have to use homemade ice cubes, right? So I told water. Catherine and I'm like using. Hot, hot I said, water. remember to use hot water because they freeze faster. If you run out of ice, because it's going to be so hot when you're there, it's yeah. just a yeah. thought. Good, good one. Remember that. Okay, so this study of Da made me just gasp. Um, let that, me... that last study was a hard study of Da because yeah. we felt stupid while we were dying. Yeah, I know it. I Thank know you it. for putting us in our place. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is a more a society and culture one. Um, and uh, the average adult keeps two embarrassing secrets from everyone they know. And I say... Two and two <laughs> is that two. all? Yeah, nope, a lot more than two. Yeah, two. Yeah, the average adult keeps two juicy pieces of information locked away. Um, it turns out that the number one secret, though, and this is the sad part of it, because okay. um, uh, the secret, the number one secret, is mental health issues. Oh yeah. People, yep. you wouldn't want anyone to worry about you, probably, or, or... judgment or right, whatever you right. worry about it. But it shows you where the stigma of sure. mental health is. Mm-hmm. That's number one on the list, and uh, the person we're most likely to keep a secret from is our mothers, hmm. and then our partners, mm. and the biggest worry that we worry that someone will uncover is our partner. 
the secret that we don't want them to know, which is probably cheating, cheating, or something. Or something yeah, yeah. 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 Or how something much money like you spent on something? Or... Yeah, people. That you're selling drugs out of the trunk in the car. You know, a couple issues. Yeah, a couple couple, couple couple couple. things stuff with that. But here's some of the stuff that people, and people keep stuff, even they say I've kept a secret from their best friend. Right. I'm trying to think if there's anything. uh, Oh, and 13% said they wouldn't even tell a loved one if they won the lottery. Okay, what is up with that? I would tell my partner, but I would try to keep my family out of it. Well, how would they not know? Well, what if you're in a lottery state where you don't have to tell anybody? Okay, seriously, and you suddenly are pulling up to your family's house, like, I got a red Ferrari. But maybe you only won $100,000. Sure, instead of $25 million. It tears people apart. It tears families apart. Money does. We'll ask you for money, so what if you just won $100,000? That's fair for you, because you won it. What do you need to tell everybody? Why make people feel jealous? Exactly. Right, with you. Mm-hmm. and then have to say, ask you well, how much did you pay in taxes? How much was taken out for taxes? That's what people always want to know when you just win like a big amount. Half. Yeah, they just yeah. want to know. Just assume half. Just assume half. Yeah. Okay, so so mental health issues is the number one embarrassing incidents that can qualify as a lot. Internet history is number three. What would that even be? Well, your porn history oh, or Ashley yes. Madison oh, or oh, please. Oh, please. Uh, yeah, please. you know. But that kind of stuff. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> eating, it. eating and snacking. That's I'm, a hidden. Yeah. People keep that I, secret. I know friends that drive home and will stop at fast food and make sure that they get rid of the evidence before they make it home because they don't want their wives to know that they're eating that yeah. kind of stuff. Hygiene habits. Okay, you forgot I, to brush my teeth for the last two weeks. Right. Was I supposed to? And wow. Then, oh my gosh. What's duh, that? The number of sex partners. Yeah, duh. Okay. So... Whatever a guy tells you, if you're even discussing that, I personally don't think anyone should it's, be talking numbers. No. no. But it does come up. But for guys, double it. And for girls, no, maybe triple it. And then what a woman tells you, for sure, double it. Okay. They always cut it in half. <laughs> At least. Uh, <laughs> credit card statements. Well, that's why I was saying money would money. be one of the things I think that people hide. Faking an illness to avoid a commitment, pretending you're sick so you can get oh, out. Just blame it on your kids. A I fierce, did that for 15 years. Yeah, I had kids. I can't did. go. I've got kids. Yeah, you had. And a, it was the truth. It was. Uh, affairs, infidelities, and one night stands. Those uh, are, are nine and ten. I'm, I can't I'm imagine surprised. wanting to tell your mother that right away. Yeah, of course. Of course. Mom, did I tell you? Mm hmm. Other other things, uh, you know, really... Those aren't surprising. Not really. Not at all. Not at all. Mm-mm. People also hide how much money they spend on food and how really? much time they spend at a bar or a pub. Oh, there you go. You know. But anyway. I hide how much I spend on delivery, not yeah. so much on food. I have, I, okay, this is the weird <laughs> thing. This is really, I think, a generational thing, though, Lori, because Lori and I don't do delivery okay yeah. have you ever used whatever that app is i gave grant my doordash i can't code. even find my yes. doordash i've I never gave used grant it my doordash code because every time casey and i would go to try we just look at each other and we go let's just go to the restaurant right. <laughs> and pick it up <laughs> no we that, just went to we the just, restaurant you did yeah we just went to i think we were going to use it at I don't know, maybe Shish or yeah, or the Italian pie shop. I'm like, it, is well, it a code that there. we have, Lori? I thought we had a yeah, printout on something. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I just never gave used it to it. Grant. Right. And I figured yeah. he'd get the I used it, But I've Thank never you. done that once. Oh, I have wasted too much money, far too much money yeah. on delivery. Makes it so easy. All right, listen, when we come back. Uh, we've got we've got a couple of good we stories do. to tell you. Okay, 
right, just a couple of things for people to look at posted on our show page. Well, first of all, we had an author on today. Oh, that was really good. So you can uh, look at our, you know, uh, the summary and everything. We gave it four stars, The Last Green Valley. Also, Grant posted um, Halsey. She is the August cover of Allure magazine. And, um, you know, she's having a first baby any day. I don't know when these photos were taken, but she's quite pregnant and she's in a mesh dress. And in another one, she's painted a nice shade of avatar blue. So yeah. if you're currently pregnant and you're looking for some iconic photos <laughs> and you need to get some inspiration, I give you Halsey. Yeah. That's perfect. She's got a mullet That's wig on perfect. in one right, and then blue right. and then kind of the blue shadow. It's kind of a, like the, you know. It's an interesting it's an interesting look. Yeah, I, that's all I'm going to say. I don't love that. The mullet? Is it the mullet in the chainmail dress it's, that is not doing it It's just the combo is too much. I, I, wasn't she a blonde recently? She looks completely she's, different. She changes her looks yeah, all the time. But she's, I think, having the baby any 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 day now. But it's a Salva, Salva it's a Ferragamo chainmail dress. Who knew? Who knew Ferragamo was making chain? chainmail dresses, right? Good for and her. I don't understand why she has three hands when you look at this photo, but there's two hands on a breast and one hand on a baby. Photoshop air? Baby bump. Photoshop air? Well, oh, I guess it's a bra that's shaped like a pair of hands that oh, she's got on. crying out loud. Oh, that's a lot of hands. I still think there's that's a lot of hands. hands. I, I think it's there's a, a Photoshop fail in I, there. I think so, too. I think that whole look is busy, and it's not her best look. Yeah. It's not anything she's going to be hanging no. over a piano. No. Mm-hmm. I think it's I almost weird. like the blue painted Same. lady picture. I, I don't like, I like the one without the cover. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Lori, it, it, I'm glad, you know, when I was pregnant. That, that was, was something you didn't I do. I never had, Demi Moore hadn't come out with her Vanity Fair cover of herself nude, which she looked lovely. I thought she had by the time you did Maybe baby. She, she had. Had she? She was with but the first one. The way I felt about my naked self. She had the and beautiful it, More earrings. importantly, my arms. Okay. I think I had a child out of my arms. My arms grew more than my belly at one point, I felt like. Yeah, I was not. There was no need. There's such a limited amount of pictures of me being pregnant. You should have taken some. You look darling, probably. I, oh, no, Lori. You, where are you changing your story I'm now? not changing my story. 30 years later. One question about your arms. They were, it, listen, it was the outfit, too, that was, uh, you know, tight oh, around gosh. the arms. Oh, gosh. Grant, right she told me I was having, I was so pregnant and I was just feeling she so said, do, ugly. Do my arms And we're in the bathroom at Carlson Company and I said, Lori, do my arms work fat? And you're like, mm. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. Oh, oh I was crushed, man. Laughing, I was crushed. Why do you, see, don't ask questions that you already well, know the answer 100%, to. 100%. <laughs> but I was just like, I can't believe you told me that. You what? know how ugly I feel right now. Uh-huh. You just, at least she didn't lie to you. No. I didn't lie. But I will recommend if you're pregnant right now and real pregnant, one of my happiest places to be pregnant was floating. Mm. Get in the water. It yeah. is such a release. In my pink and white stripe, little target cotton suit, one piece. One piece. It was so cute. Yeah, I believe But that. I mean, being in water pregnant is like the best feeling. Yeah. I love that. All right. Well, also the red carpet last night, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Everybody was there. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, uh, Shaq, and Zendaya with legs for days. Now, who is she going out with again? 
Tom Holland. Tom Holland. That's yeah, right. Spider-Man, yeah. That's right. Tom Holland, who might be who starring in our author's first big book, Beneath the Scarlet Sky, is a miniseries. Right. Mm-hmm. Who you say looks like my son. Oh, he looks so much. But she channeled her character Lola Bunny in a very colorful Moschino jacket and teensy matching shorts. And high. she She's, just looks amazing. She She's so so she really cute. Is. Did you did you for a year two come out the second season of that, Lori? Never did. It huh. got hung up in. Okay. It had the. It got hung up with pandemic and at in December it was a two part like a special series or something that was done. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, I don't know when that show is coming back. That show was intense. Very. Oh, intense. I couldn't do it. I like that. I show. I liked it. it, but it was a lot. It was just a lot to take in. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. I check out when they get too hard. Yeah, I I I felt bad. I checked out of Underground Railroad, which so, is I couldn't do it. But you know that is based on Colson Whitehead's yes. his book, where it's an alternative history yes. about the yeah and and that book was supposed to be amazing when it came out, and that Mark Sullivan, our author, said that's the last, last great book he read. I'm like that came out like six years ago. And I I I think um, when I started when Casey and I started watching it, it was just. It was so intense and made us both just feel like uncomfortable. No, not uncomfortable. Mad that this is the way that black people were treated right? in this country for so long. And, you know, for that, that no one thought any differently. I mean, it just it was like it just it was maddening. Know, it was it was upsetting. OK, it was upsetting. But it was and, nominated for an Emmy. So I might. Take a try it again because I did the for a second. In it, it was really good, but I mean, it's, on Amazon. It's, it's an intense experience of yeah. a show, kind of like Lovecraft Country oh. was an intense show, but that was just once a week. Underground Railroad, it all comes out. You know, I think I think but that you, is not a show like you watch an episode, digest it, come okay. back to it. It's too much, right? You know, it's a it gives you a lot to think about. You know. Oh, like Ted Lasso, eat, have have that or S Creek. Just have one or two little nibbles and don't try and gobble it all up at once. You'll be sorry. Don't be such a hog. Don't be such a don't hog. Be so, so so you're going to be watching the All Star Baseball game tonight. I'm, I'm sure. not. I'm not. I'm sure. Fran, <laughs> are you into anyone? that? Yeah, I'll I'll tune in and out. I won't sit and watch every. I'm a big baseball guy, but this it's I'm the not, twins are kind of coming back. A little bit. Well, they're not so far back. They're, they're, they're playing. How come so many baseball players decline to go to the All Star game because it's a weekend off. Oh, it, they don't have to play in it. The league yeah. they, they bargained it out with their with their uh, bargaining association that they don't have to go, so they get the weekend off. And when it's a long summer, it's a nice four days off because they get off from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Got it. My mom was wondering about that. Now yeah. I can tell her because the only person, only player from the Mariners, the pitcher oh. decided not to to go to go for. To throw out two pitches. Yeah, maybe to spend some time with their family, go do some yeah, things that they I, haven't been able I to do for the last year. I get that. Yeah. That's some sports speak right there with Grant. There you Thank, go. Thanks, Grant. Thanks, thanks guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a good night. Job done. Off you go.